Welcome to Coffee Break with K.A. and Dana. We're brought to you by the Lesbian Talk Show. I'm K.A., a lesbian romance author, and in my past life, counselor and a social worker. And I'm Dana, an avid reader, coffee connoisseur, recovering alcoholic, and a graduate of the School of Hard Knock. Grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and join us for a meaningful conversation from a lesbian perspective. Have you ever started dreaming and realized that you were in a dream? Have you ever managed to gain control of the dream? To change its narrative? If you answered yes to these questions, you've experienced something called lucid dreaming. In this episode, Kay and Dana will discuss the fascinating topic, what it is, when it happens, its practical applications, and how to do it. Won't you join us for a meaningful conversation? Lucid dreams. So my wife asked me what we were going to talk about today, just before I came in. And uh, in fact, (laughs) before before it was all done, she begged me to tell her what we were going to talk about. Um, And of course, I wouldn't because she needs to wait, just like our listeners. But... um, I just told her the title of the episode, Lucid Dreams, and her parting words. Well, well, that ought to pique your listeners' interest. (laughs) (laughs) Piqued my interest. Uh, I'll bet it did. I'll bet it did. Um, Except for you kind of knew where we were going, and I, I, I think she may have had, you know, different thoughts about where we might be going with this topic. And for those listeners who have tuned in thinking that we're going there, no, I'm really sorry. We're not. So lucid dreaming. So have you heard of it before? Do you, do you know what it is? I had heard about it. I didn't know exactly what it was until I started doing the research for it. And it sounded... Um, it sounds bizarre to me that somebody can control can control their dreams. So you don't think it's real? I didn't say that. I mean, I'm sure it's real. I just in my mind can't grasp that somebody can control can control their dreams. Well, it is certainly um a cutting-edge research right now. Uh I mean, it's it's a timely kind of topic that we've got. Um, there's medical research going on. In fact, uh, an article I just read about it, um, talked about a, a scientist, some kind of doctor, I don't know what his specialty is, other than he specializes in lucid dreams in Australia, um, for a university there. I mean, he works with the university there, um, and did a pretty major study that, that, uh, just came out or is going to come out. Anyway, so it's a thing. Okay, so let's go one step further. Have you seen the movie Inception? I have not. That's just not on my radar for a movie that I would watch. I'm not a real sci-fi fan, and that's what it, that's the way it, it was portrayed to me as that's what it was. Okay, so Inception, for those, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it, but basically Inception does include quite a bit about lucid dreaming. 
and takes it like one step further. So just like you were thinking that this was like, I don't know, it's a place your mind couldn't quite go. Um, the movie kind of does that, takes where we are and what lucid dreaming's all about and takes it kind of to the sci-fi realm. So, um, cool movie for those who, who, uh, want to see it. I, I have a feeling that we might just recommend that one. But anyway, so, okay, so I'm going to assume that a lot of people don't know what this is. And so I better tell them, um, lucid dreaming basically is dreaming where when you're dreaming you know that you're dreaming and you've practiced certain techniques enough that not only do you know you can control your dreams narrative like you can change the ending change the beginning have cool things happen in the middle um and you can control it so it's sleepers Dreaming sleepers controlling what they're dreaming about. That's basically lucid dreaming. It is a real thing. There are techniques to do it. Um, some can do it. In fact, a study I just read, uh, like 77% of the people who were, who were uh, I don't know, interviewed, whatever they did, reported at least one instance. See, and I don't know, I mean... I have dreams, but I don't feel like I have any control over them. Okay. Can you think of it? Can you think of anything? Any, I mean, can you think of why in the world people would be studying it and writing medical news articles? The one I read was um, uh, from Medical News Today. Can you, can, do you, can you think of practical applications? Well, I can think of, Two, one would be phobias and working through those. And the other one, I would think maybe with people who have suffered trauma and have PTSD to help them work through their nightmares and, and night terrors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bingo. Okay, so let's just play this out a little bit to show you the, the other application. So, okay, let's say you have nightmares. Let's say you're a person who, well, sexual assaults in the news lately. Let's say you're a person who is sexually assaulted and you've got reoccurring nightmares. Um, you're being chased or, God forbid, you're being raped or whatever. And you wake up in, a, in just panic, sweating, your, your heart's beating, your pulse is racing. You think maybe you might be going to have a stroke. And then you struggle to get back to sleep if you can get back to sleep. Now, what if you could control that? What if you learned to control that narrative? And that nightmare starts like it always does. And um, the dude's chasing you, but he goes a couple steps and he falls over a curb and he bounces his face on the pavement and you're off. I like that application, actually. <laughs> uh, another one is creativity, and I'll share a personal story in a minute, but. Yeah, those for sure, um, because lots and lots of people are treated for phobias. Lots of people are treated for PTSD. Nightmares just cripple um, folks who have severe PTSD. And so to be able to kind of control the narrative to make the nightmare not a nightmare, kind of twist it around and make it a happy little ending, 
um, makes people sleep better, healthier, all the things that go with it. So that's why they're studying it. Okay, so so creativity is another area that, that it's useful. And um, I didn't used to lucid dream, didn't used to do it. But um, since, since I began writing, um, I kind of accidentally learned how to do it, still without knowing what I was doing until I read a little bit on it. But um, so when I'm in the I'm in the heat of writing a book, not early, but um, late middle towards the ending. And especially if I'm under pressure to finish. I, I hate to I hate to waste downtime. And so I've learned to drive the dialogue in my novel while I sleep and literally drive it while I sleep, not write it down during the night. I mean, we, I'm sure people have heard about, you know, writers jotting down notes. I'm not talking that. Totally good night's sleep, nice eight hours of sleep. Get up and walk in and rattle off the entire narrative in the next scene because it's all worked out during the night. Lucid dreaming. That doesn't surprise me about you. That I'd use the time wisely? Well, you are a little bit of an overachiever, but that you would be able to work out some difficult scenes. Some of your books have very difficult scenes and be able to work those through in your dreams and then write it when in the well, next morning. I mean, I don't know how I accidentally learned how to do it. I really don't because they say to, to do lucid dreaming like you practice you during the day. You ask yourself, am I dreaming? No, not dreaming. Or you test things like you knock on your desk or tap on the wall, you know, oh, that's solid. You notice things and you do it enough that then when you're asleep, you kind of train yourself to test the same things. So that same wall that's hard when you knock on it during the day, you might put your hand through during the night because you're in a dream. Wow. So there are many techniques that people use to experience lucid dreaming. Here are a couple from the Medical News Today article, just in case we have some listeners who want to give this a try. The first is reality testing, the one K.A. mentioned earlier that involves asking yourself if you're in a dream and doing things to check to see if you are, like touching a wall to see if it's solid or reading a sentence to see if it changes. Doing this throughout the day is supposed to make it easier to remember to do during the night, thus increasing a dream awareness. Another technique is called waking back to bed. This one involves setting your alarm to go off in five to six hours after you go to sleep. When you go back to bed, you're supposed to go directly into REM sleep, the phase, which is, uh, the phase of sleep which helps you mostly to experience lucid dreams. Those interested in exploring their dreams with full awareness may find it useful to keep a dream journal. Another practice that might aid you in lucid dreaming is meditation or mindfulness, as it's supposed to train you to become more aware of yourself and your surroundings in general. Although research has proven that there are potential real-life benefits for lucid dreaming, there also are potential negative ramifications. Training yourself to be lucid dreaming is something that takes effort, can be distracting during the day, and can disturb your sleep. 
especially if you're getting up in the middle of the night to record your dreams in a dream journal or using the wake up back to bed technique, which requires you to get up prematurely, staying awake for an extra hour or so and taking a morning nap. So while there is some good things about it, you also have to be very careful while you're trying to learn the techniques. Today's discussion was meant to be educational and not a substitute for therapy. If you have concerns or experiencing problems, we urge you to seek out the opinion and services of a licensed professional. And another good one. And we're getting close to the end of a season. One more episode uh, for season one, and then we'll come back in 12 weeks. So we've come to the end of an episode, and it's time to do what we'll do at the end of each episode. Recommend a book and a movie. So as we bring this one to a close, the movies we're going to recommend are Inception and What Dreams May Come. And the book we're going to want you guys to take a look at is Coming to Terms by our own K.A. Mall. And last but not least, we want to tell you about a study that's taking place and we encourage you to participate. The LGBT Foundation, as part of their annual health campaign for lesbians and bisexual women, is working closely with renowned researcher Professor Catherine Meads who has been conducting research into LBGT health and needs since 1992 to launch a larger scale survey asking women who have had sex with women about their experiences centered around sexual well-being. Check out our website for more information. But before we go, it's time for me to do a bit of shameless promotion. I've been working on my ninth novel for what seems like forever, and it's finally done. Its title is Deadly Deception, book two in my Riley Hayes thriller series, written under my pen name, Cade Brogan. Here's the blurb. Three die in a psychiatric hospital, a triple homicide. A contagion, deadly and mysterious, is the killer's weapon of choice. A dart flies. A woman dies in the shower, her neck punctured. A homicide, hours from Chicago. Poison. Deadly and concocted is the killer's weapon of choice. As her city teeters on the verge of panic, Detective Riley Hayes is forced to divide her attention between two killers, one whose actions could result in a global pandemic, and the other an old nemesis whose next target is her fiancé. And the clock ticks down. It's a romantic thriller. Look for it in print and ebook from Triplicity Publishing by November and in audiobook format narrated by the amazing Emily Beresford in December. You've been listening to Coffee Break with Kay and Dana, meaningful conversations from a lesbian perspective, brought to you by the Lesbian Talk Show. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and visit our website, www.coffeebreakwithkandina.com. Until next week, work hard, be kind to one another, and watch amazing things happen in your corner of the world.